podcast that you're listening to is about business, mental health, and spiritual stories and tips from a licensed mental health counselor, hypnotherapist, and professional spiritual healer and business coach. Unlock deeper into issues that you're facing in your life to heal and grow deeply through this spoken medicine with Layla the Healer as your host and guide. Welcome to the Layla the Healer Show. And welcome back to Layla the Healer Show with me, Layla, as your host. And today I want to talk about love. Yeah, I want to talk about love because, uh, you know, this one's been on my mind for a while. Because I don't know if you guys know this, but I actually started my spiritual journey not because I wanted to heal. It was because I wanted to find my person. And I'm going to tell you something, and I've talked about this on a couple of my other podcasts that I've had, but never in this depth because I've just done so much work around this. But ever since I was a little girl, I have been obsessed with love. Um, and I think it's not like all my fault. Um, our society literally like breeds this. And like there's this theory that like, you know, some guy or your partner um, romantically is going to save you. And that's just not the truth. The person who needs to save you is actually you. You need to save yourself first before you can even welcome in another energy to be with you. So, I don't know. I know a lot of like some people were going to are going to like relate to this, but I have always been like longing to be loved since I was a kid. Like I remember like walking around even like third, fourth grade and like wanting a boyfriend, like wanting a partner. And I feel like in retrospect, that's not normal. Like that's not normal. And I would have like crushes because, you know, what what little girl and boy doesn't you know and I would always find myself getting hurt even from like young ages really really young ages and not feeling seen I also was always the tall bigger girl and I feel like I got a lot of rejection for that and it just always felt like there was this like giant hole in my heart And I was just longing for somebody to see me, longing to be loved the way that I love, longing for something that I didn't even know, you know? So then I would, I grew up and I started to become, you know, a teenager and I started to date and the partners that I would attract were just trash because most of them, you know, didn't see me. Most of them only saw themselves and most of them always chose themselves um, before anybody else, which I don't blame them for in the past. And I always say this about my exes, like if you got my exes all in one room, they would be friends with each other because they're all really similar. Most of them are bass players. Most of them are musicians. Most of them are Scorpios. Um, Most of them just don't actually gel with me. And I had to like do a lot of work I actually 
had a partner break up with me when I was having suicidal ideation. And that's really the last relationship that I've been in. Because after that, I really started to do a lot of work on myself. I started to do therapy. Then over time, found spiritual healing. And my spiritual healing started out wondering and feeling this pull of like, somebody wants to come in and meet me you know, but like, how do I meet him? Like, what do I do? And that's all really where it started. (laughs) It's all really where it started. I was burnt out, but what didn't, what drove me to do the work was my person. And I just want to thank my person, whoever he is, because he has driven me to become the best version of myself, truly. And I'm going to talk about a couple different love wounds that I see in my clients, I've seen in myself. Um, One that I'm already kind of talking about a little bit, this longing for love. Um, And longing for love and kind of like always knowing and feeling your counterpart, whether that's a boy, a girl, a they, them non-binary person like it doesn't matter like you feel the pull to them and you can't help it like you can't help it at all but the reality is is that they aren't in your physical world you don't actually know them but you can feel their energy you might even be able to talk to their energy you might even dream of their energy um and this is the wound of the mermaids And this one comes up a lot with women. They have this longing for a guy or for their partner and they'll do anything for them. And it's almost giving a little Delulu because they can talk and write letters to their person, but they can't actually, they don't actually know their person at all. So it's like they have conversations with them, but nobody's actually there. So it's giving a little like, uh, <laughs> but they can feel them and it makes you feel a little crazy. And this actually happened is a lot of mermaids were actually um, in past life were separated from their counterparts and really like traumatically torn away from them to the point where they reincarnated a lot as witches because witches often a lot of witches didn't have like romantic relationships or long relationships because they were too busy dedicated to their craft same thing with um priestesses as well they kind of banished men so it's really interesting you know how this kind of comes out and then i feel like we have this wound of the mermaid you might resonate or you might not and then it kind of translate over into being like a little desperate like desperate for love desperate for attention you'll almost go after any guy because you just want to feel loved But it's not the love that you really require and or need to grow and heal. And when this comes up, I want you to know, like, do the deeper work. Because I carried this wound and it was that longing energy and that hole in my heart that would just hurt so badly. I can almost feel the stings of it talking about it now, but it doesn't gape um out in the open nearly as much as it did before and if you have this wound it kind of gives the wound of like desperacy you're desperate you know and i feel like a lot of guys that are narcissists or not really great and low vibrational can feel it and they come for you and one thing i learned as a woman is that i'm never going to devalue myself in front of a man ever 
again because we really tell them and this goes for like anybody not just men this goes for anybody that you're calling in if you're calling in a partner like you need to talk highly about yourself you're telling them how much to value yourself by how you speak about yourself and how you treat yourself period okay so you know something that really helps is um yeah, something that really helps is um, working on it, doing the work, because doing the work really leads you to manifesting somebody not in a desperate energy and a grounded, you're confident, you know yourself. And that takes time. That takes time. So another thing that happens too is that um that especially in the spiritual community and it really drives me insane a lot of healers that aren't really aware or don't have knowledge don't like also spread this message and i'm just i'm i can't handle it anymore <laughs> and it's the message of twin flames please 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 stop saying the words twin flames and manifesting a twin flame a twin flame is not a good relationship. A twin flame is often somebody you'll meet when you're not ready to be with somebody. Let's say that again. A twin flame is somebody that you'll meet that's probably not good for you and probably means you need to do more healing work. Because a lot of twin flames are actually really, really toxic relationships. They can be abusive. And then they'll be like, but it's my twin flame. And it's just, that's just not the kind of love and respect that you deserve. You actually deserve something that's more high vibrational and coming from a place that is not desperate and also knowing yourself and like doing some work, you know, because when you call in a partner, like the work doesn't just end. You're not like, oh, I did my work in my single era and I'm done. Like, no, once you call in a counterpart, you guys are going to have to work through shit together now. So it's not just your shit. It's our shit. Okay. So you want to do the work first before you get into a relationship because then it's going to be more work of you guys together. Of course, we're not talking about like work. It doesn't always be like work, 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 right? But like there are going to be things that come up that's going to affect both of you. Like that's the point of you guys being together and being reunited is to trigger earth and to also call more soul soulmates together because it actually raises the vibe the frequency of the planet when two soulmates are together so if you're looking for love please start manifesting your soulmate and i believe that we have many soulmates for the all the different timelines that we're on i don't think there's just one person i think there are numerous per people and i feel like part of the reason why i personally haven't met my person yet is because i've quantum leaped so many times at this point that i feel like i'm meeting a different soulmate than i was projected to like two or three years ago because i've been doing the work because i stepped into my business like i can't just attract you know some random joe you know like i need to attract somebody who understands and knows what i'm doing not just for myself but the collective you know like this work isn't just for me like the money is a benefit but like the people that i'm serving that is what i'm here for that's what i get up for every single day is for my people you know so please stop calling in a twin flame. It's really toxic. I see a lot of spiritual healers even using these terms still, and it's old. 
It's old and it's made by the patriarchy to keep you from not meeting your soulmate. They want you to get caught up in a twin flame because it's really like dark, darker energies. It's not a high frequency relationship. It's you, they're usually mirroring back to you what you still need to work on. It's not just like, oh my God, it's, it's not easy. And what you want is not like an easy peasy relationship, but you want something that's going to come to you with ease. If it's yours, it should be easeful. You know, so that's what I want. I don't want a twin flame. And I got caught into that shit because it comes into the spiritual community. It's all over TikTok. Like, oh, my God, my twin flame. Please, please stop. Grow up. Grow up. This is with love from me. Grow up and please start doing the work to attract a soulmate. Okay, because if you don't do the work, you're going to keep spiraling and spiraling and spiraling and meeting the same person, the same person, the same person. And how do I know that I lived it? I told you all of my exes were like the same person because I wasn't doing anything to grow before 2016. I had gotten to a capacity. I was young. I didn't have a whole lot of resource and money. And I didn't feel the need to work on myself until I had gotten to an age of where I was like, you know what? I keep attracting the same guy over and over and over again with a different haircut and I can't handle it anymore. And I truly haven't been with anybody since 2016. I've been single. I've been alone. Um, I had like a couple relationships, but I wouldn't really count those relationships because they were so short term. And I also didn't really know myself then, but I feel like, you know, with every healing session that I've done, I've pulled my person closer and closer and closer and closer and closer to the point where we talk all the time. We talk in the astral. We talk in dream world. I know him. I know what his face looks like. I just haven't met him in my physical reality. And I'm okay with that. I used to beat myself up and feel like, oh my God, there's nobody out there. I'm not good enough. That's all bullshit. A lot of us came into this lifetime because we're old souls and this is our one of our last lives to experience love, to experience a family, to experience life, you know? Like, it doesn't always have to be hard. We kind of already did that, you know? Like, not saying that life is not hard and things don't come up, but, like, we've done the harder lives. We've been we've been persecuted. We've been the slaves. We've been burned, you know? Like, this is the life where we're more accepted. So, of course, you're going to find your soulmate. And people come to me and they're like, I really, you know, I don't know if I'm going to, I don't know. I don't think I'm meant for love. That's bullshit. That's bullshit. I call bullshit. I call there is somebody out there for you, but you need to dig a little deeper to find out. And I always say doing past life regression helps. Hypnotherapy helps. Akashic records helps. Reiki even helps. I mean, it doesn't matter because in any session, you're going to start peeling back layers and getting to like really know yourself so that when you want to attract your partner, you are your highest authentic self. That's what calls in a partner. That's what calls in not just a partner, a good partner, a partner that feels like a best friend. So there's that. And then I also want to talk about, too, like the little girl issues that in America, actually all over the world, really, um, not just America, but I feel like it really was bred out of this like, oh, my God, somebody's going to save you. <laughs> Nobody's going to save you. Nobody's going to save you. You have to save yourself first. You have to. 
You have to. I spent a whole year last year just saving myself. I didn't think that I was going to be able to leave my counseling job and like be able to afford my rent as it for two two thousand dollars a month. And I made it every single month for two years without a nine to five job. It's amazing. <laughs> I had to save myself first because I didn't come into this life for a dude just to save me or my partner just to save me. Like I came here to do it myself first to show myself I can do it for all the lives that I couldn't. And then I was poor and beaten and broken down and not safe to be like, you know what? I did this. I'm okay. And I don't need somebody to come save me. I can save myself. And a lot of us, it's the same story. It's not just me, you know? Um, it's the same story. And I want you to know that if you resonate with this, I'm not shaming you. I'm not trying to make you feel bad. I'm just showing you that these are a lot of wounds that come up that need to be addressed. And it's, you know, a lot of it has gotten caught up in like toxicity and that's just not it. You know, um, we want to be able to call in our soulmate. We want to be able to raise the frequency of the planet, not think like, oh, some guy's going to come save me. Some partner's going to come see me. That's a trap. That's a trap. And it also shows up even in your business. If it's like, even if it gets away from the guy, it's like, oh, this offer this month is going to save me. No, no. No, you know what's going to save you? You. And this is coming out because it wants to be healed. Like whatever's coming out in your life, whatever you're going through right now, I'm currently recording this a couple of days before the eclipse on October 14th, 2023. Whatever is coming towards you, it is for your highest good. It doesn't matter if things are falling apart and things look really fucking ugly right now because it's not cute for a lot of us. That's okay. It's falling apart and happening for a reason. And just know that it starts with saving you first. It starts with working on you first. And I see a lot of girls out here in their spiritual journey, their spiritual single girl era, and I love it. But be careful because you don't want to have sex with guys with low vibrational energy. You don't want that in your sacral, babe. No other healer is going to tell you that shit but me. You don't want ooey gooey energy in your vag because then you're going to come to me and then I'm going to have to take it out. And that's okay. I will do that. But it's just not worth it. You know, like be really discernful of who you want to be with. I understand we're horny and we like want to be with, you know, guys or girls or whoever, right? They's thems. But I want you to be careful. Spiritual protection is needed. Physical protection is needed. Not everybody is worth it. Not everybody is worth that. So go get yourself a good vibrator. And if you don't know where to get one, hit me up. I ha I got you. And move on, you know, and be by yourself. Be by yourself. Get to know yourself. And then you can call in somebody cool. You really can. I promise. And I'm going to go first. Just haven't met my dude, but I can tell you everything about him by now. I can feel it. I can talk to him in my dreams. He comes to me all the time. He's gotten so close. So know that, like, you're not going to be alone, number one. Number two, when that person does come, you want to be your best self or closest to your best self so that whatever you guys work through, you're going to be okay because there's the work doesn't just stop with you. And please stop using the words twin flame. You're just perpetuating a problem. 
And we don't need that. And if you don't believe me, Google it. I promise you, it's true. (laughs) So if you enjoyed this episode, please let me know. Let me know your thoughts. Rate the podcast. If you rate the podcast, I will give you something. Just take a picture and send it to me on Instagram at Layla the Healer. And I'll be back next next time for another episode. Um, I hope you guys enjoyed this one. I will talk to you soon. Thank you so much for listening. If you want to follow Layla for ways to work with her on Instagram and TikTok, follow her at Layla the Healer. And we will be back next time for another episode. Stay tuned. And if you like this podcast, please give us a rating and you just might get something special from Layla.